0: hope everyone had a great week. Welcome back to Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. We've officially gotten through 4 months of 2021 as this year is just zooming past. I truly can't believe we're already on to May. But first, let's talk about the strength in dairy products that we saw this past April. But first, let's talk about the strength in dairy products that we saw this month. Nonfat dry milk and butter monthly averages settled at the highest level the market's seen in 15 months on the CME spot market. Block and barrel cheddar reflected gains for the second month, and dryway hit another record high. Lucas, it was a rather quiet week for data releases, but could you give us a little overview of U.S. dairy markets? What's
1: happening? Yeah, Alyssa, there's certainly a lot of things going on. I think- Generally, if we look at what's happening in the country, there's a lot of optimism about the vaccine rollout. Some states are totally back open and others are quickly lifting restrictions. The weather is warming up, which is making it nicer out. And we're quickly kind of returning to some semblance of normalcy. I think maybe stepping a bit back from dairy, it's important to note that kind of commodities across the complex, both you know, within agriculture and outside of ag are all kind of seeing strength here as an inflationary cycle kind of takes over markets. I think it's especially prevalent on corn, the gains throughout at least the first three weeks of April, just incredible and pushing us to almost a uh, decade highs that we haven't seen in a long time. If you missed our webinar this week, I would encourage you to contact us where we discuss that a little bit more in depth and uh, how we see all of that playing out. But specifically to your question, Alyssa, I think on cheese, it's been a little bit more of the same. Blocks very uh, supported over the past a uh, week or two, but not much volatility as at all as it kind of ticks up and down around that 180 per pound mark. Barrels, right alongside blocks, uh, have seen kind of an inverted spread materialize a few times over the past several sessions. Kind of goes back and forth there. But I do think importantly, the nonfat dry milk price settled at 132 half today on Friday, as we're recording this, that's a new high that we haven't seen in over a year, I think it's important to note that even as export challenges kind of linger, we have seen increased interest from Mexico, which is a very good sign for prices and demand here in the coming weeks and months on butter. Uh, kind of a few things going on, certainly no shortage of supply, regardless of what the cold storage report uh, might say. But I think as demand remains decent, and as the kind of consensus is to hold product as overall food service demand remains questionable in fears of not being caught short, that'll kind of keep us supported here, uh, regardless of where stocks trend here in the coming weeks. And certainly you're right on dry way. Uh, Interesting to watch that it was A little over a week ago, I think early last week, we saw that record high CME spot settlement of over 70 cents, met a bit of resistance there. But even as we uh, declined uh, over 8 cents, buyers came back. And that's especially important to uh, note that demand from both domestic and export levels. We do think that that dry way market is well supported here into the coming weeks and months.
0: Moving outside of the U.S., New Zealand released March trade data this week, and wow, another month of incredible exports into China. We even saw a counter-seasonal rise in whole milk powder shipments into March, when exports typically grind lower from New Zealand. Cheese demand from China was also on fire with consumption rates expanding throughout the pandemic. I believe Fonterra reported China's cheese consumption grew 32 percent this past year. Lucas, what else did we glean from this New Zealand data?
1: Yeah, just really incredible numbers here and not totally unanticipated as auctions, we knew that Chinese buying was firm and robust. And this data certainly reflects that. I think important to note that Q1 dairy shipments though, over the past three months, higher versus prior year, but just slightly lower versus 2019. And the Middle East North Africa region purchases much lower this year versus where they had been historically. Southeast Asia decent as well as China, I think that's important to note. So even though it was maybe primarily Chinese buyers who have driven these prices to multi-year highs, uh, demand has not waned from other regions as uh, they have paid up for product, which is reflected in this export data. I think maybe shifting into next week, we have a very busy Tuesday coming up Not only do we have a new GDT auction for the first one of the month of May, but also US export data and a dairy products report, which will show us March production and dry product stocks levels. Alyssa, anything important to note in Fonterra's pre-GDT announcement that we can watch for in trends on Tuesday's auction?
0: You know, NZX May whole milk powder futures are pricing in another lift of around 1.7% over the next two auctions in May, and that'll sort of recapture some of the losses that we felt in April. Skim milk powder has been rising for five months on the auction platform, and NZX traders are pricing in another increase for May, but at a more subtle rate of 0.4% from April. Fonterra continues to add more fat back on the auction with futures indicating a 5.4% drop over the next two events on unsalted butter. To read High Ground Dairy's comprehensive analysis of the Global Dairy Trade event next Tuesday, head to our website and request a free trial today. Cheers.